Welcome back to another episode uh, to the Ozone, and today is a very, 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 very special one, not only because uh, I started season two, but today, uh, it's it's effing awesome, because I got three of my brothers, we go, we have 20, more than 20 plus years in our friendship, and I'm excited, and I'm nervous about what they're going to say. You know, it's open. It's uh, we're gonna keep it raw as much as possible. Um, and the purpose of this is because you know, just to share stories amongst each other, and also, um, just to have a guy talk. You know, just to see how each one of them are doing, especially what's going on, mental health. Two of them are married, have kids. So I want to know how has this whole COVID affected them, and then uh, you know, so I just. I want to know, you know, where they're at mentally, emotionally, because as I'm doing this podcast, you know, mental health is a real thing. I used to joke about it. Oh, it's fine. You know, just walk it off or whatever. But as I talk to people more and more, it comes up and it's real. And so, like, what better way to to reach out to your loved ones and your really close friends and just check on them? You know, so without further ado, I start from the oldest to the youngest. The oldest, my boy Carlos. Ya tu sabes, Hey, that's my boy. And then <laughs> I, I can't. And then it's my boy uh, John. Nah, Sergio's older than me. Oh, Sergio's old. Oh, oh my bad. Uh, all right, Sergio. Sergio's older than me too. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, you introduce everyone the wrong way. I'm the hey, oldest, but you're the okay. You're the host, bro. I'm the host. Listen. I can mess up. I don't care because I can always edit this out, so it's all good. So, with the oldest, Sergio, say what up. What up? What up? And then there's my boy Carlos. See, the thing is, Obi knows I'm the voice of reason. That's why he thinks I'm the oldest. <laughs> he does have that magical skill. He does have that magical skill. And of course, you heard him on the previous podcast. One of my really good best friends, best friends, John. Yo, what's up? All right. So. And of course, it's me. I'm the baby of the group. I'm the young one. I'm the innocent. I'm the humble one. I'm the timid one of all of all four of us. The most forgiven. That is true. Man, not even not even your shadow believes that. <laughs> so, guys, welcome to the show, man. Uh, I'm really happy that that we were that we're able to do this. I know everybody's schedule is busy and it's late at night, so I want to make this fun. I know everybody's tired of a long day, so. You know, like the purpose is just to talk uh, like we normally do, but every time we hang out, we're always in a group together. You know, like we don't have these one on one times together. You know, so I just wanted to, you know, have a little get together, talk, you know, check in on each other, you know, see where you guys are at and, uh, and share some stories because we have tons of stories together. So, Obi, first and foremost, I want to say great job on this podcast because it's a good platform for you to share your ideas and your thoughts and not only. Not only you have the perfect voice, but to, to kind of take everyone in into your ozone. But it's pretty cool that you're, you're opening up and becoming well-rounded in different topics and you're bringing the right fellas to, to enlighten you tonight. Uh, thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, that, run, that runs on the family, right? You're still a bunch of folks. <laughs> That's their Coco and George. George. George, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. How, this... how many years have we known each other? Oh man. Uh 97 98 98 for me from back from 98. Okay. 
1998. Yeah, 1998. Yeah, 1999. Yeah. Because that was a freshman, 98. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Obi and me met each other in 90, uh, fall of 93, October, November of 93. The hell? How, how do you remember that? I don't remember the month. Because I remember, man, I remember when I came to this country. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I that's guess that's a good reason. Ninety three, ninety three. It was it was uh, November of ninety three. That's when we moved here, and I met Ob two Saturdays later. It was right before Christmas. What the? That's f- when I met. Well, okay, well, no, like, we can't cuss on this on this one because you know, like, we got some higher up people. You know, I don't want you guys to get in trouble. Ob, I met you at church, so you better keep it clean. Yeah, you did, because your uncle, my boy Jeremiah, was pastor. Oh, hold on, did you come before Jeremiah? I think he was he was in Dallas. In fact, that's Sergio's uncle, and my aunt is married to Pastor de Mia. So yeah, that's, that's how we went up there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I remember like Sergio coming up there too a couple of times uh, with his mom, because his mom knows my mom, and um, Jeremiah was was a colportor with my dad back back way back in the day when that was popular. In El Salva. No, here here here, here, here in Dallas actually. Wasn't wasn't Pastor Jeremiah was in Corpus Christi before he came to Dallas West? Edinburgh. So. Yeah, he was, Edinburgh. It was South Texas. Pastor yeah. every every five years, so you, you rotated. So he was all over. He was in the Valley, Corpus Christi, Houston, DFW. So he's been all over. Mm. Carlos, in fact, I talked to him. I talked to him. I talked to him the other day, and you know, he told me something pretty interesting. He's like, when he retires. He doesn't want to settle just at one church. He wants to visit every church that he was a pastor at so he can just go back and get to meet the members and, and talk to them and, and see how they're doing, which I think is pretty cool. What were you going to say, John? I was going to say, why your forehead so bright? He's <laughs> a Latino. I've got the natural oils. There's that perspiration, man. But listen, so because we're doing this, you know, via Zoom, right? So I'm, I'm looking at you guys. So, John, where are you currently at? For the people who are listening, my, my house in Forney, Texas. Forney, all right, which is my neighbor. Address, please. Carlos, where are you at? I am in Cypress, Bridgeland, Houston area, Texas. Right. And Sadia? I'm out in the country, Cleburne. 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 All right. And of course, I'm I'm in Forney. Uh, you know, John followed me to Forney, so he's an honorary Forneyian. That's even you say it. <laughs> so, I wanted to ask you guys, like, you know, being that this has been a rough year, um, can I ask Sergio, since he's the oldest and the wisest and has, you know, kids that are uh, older, how has this affected you in the household? You know, being, you know, cooped up for about a year, house full of kids. I'm sure you work from home too, right? Yep. So I was, uh, the majority of the time I was home until maybe January, February, I started going back. Okay. back to the office but yeah i mean you're right having a having a 14 year old an 11 year old mm-hmm. and a four-year-old in the same household oh man everyone needing something different mm-hmm. at every single minute of the time um you know personalities clash and you just gotta make the way we made it work was to split our schedule to to care for the little one mm-hmm. so i would take our breaks from really? my work like 15 minutes to play with him and then emma had emma you know her being type a personality she had 
she had this calendar going from nine to ten. It's so and so, and I have classes until eleven thirty. Lunches, this and that. Mm-hmm. At eleven fifteen, we're taking a break. We're going on a walk, and so every day we took a walk and and um, and we went out uh, biking, and that's pretty much how we survived because the kids they they didn't really go out anywhere until I want to say December mm-hmm. when we went to uh, to meet my mom for Christmas. Oh wow! Yeah, so. All that time, not even to the store or anything, they just didn't want to go anywhere. Oh. But and then you know, so it's it's um, it, it was all over the place. I mean, I had Benjamin one time needing something, and I was in a, in a corporate call, and there are like sixty people in the teens meeting, and he comes in and he goes, "This is not working," and I'm like, um, "Excuse me," um, and I forget, and of course I forgot to mute it. Right? Yeah. And I go, "Hey, bud." I'm going to call. And he goes, well, I don't care for him. <laughs> that particular thing was more important. And, um, and we just had to learn to live in the moments yeah. and make little moments for each other and, and take time for your, for, for you to do something on your own. Like we literally had our breaks. Like you cannot be in someone's room or you you cannot be around anyone for one hour. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta you gotta make it work for one hour, and and that and we went through it. We survived it, but um, you you can see some of the challenges afterwards. Yeah, because that was my like my follow up. Like, what was one of the or the hardest struggle of that? And how old are your kids, Sergio? Just so people have an idea, because man, they you've got all range of like ages and personalities, which is pretty yeah. Unique so. Though. The oldest is 11. No, the oldest is 14. It was first year. Uh, for her, it was first year of high school. The 11-year-old had just changed uh, from one school to the other. No, actually, she was finishing the school knowing that she was not coming back to that school anymore. So mentally, she had just checked out. And oh, and, and on top of that, you had you had her and the little one logging in uh, to school yeah virtual school so and and me and michelle we work so we we're still connecting and doing our stuff and they're doing their own thing and um and i'm the middle one sophia she i think she's the one that suffered the most really because her grades yeah her grades they just they plummet and we soon had to realize that the classroom that she was in her her peers didn't have any help at all because think about this a lot of those other parents they still had to go to work yeah so they left their kids with the with their parents so the kids were with the grandparents who have absolutely no idea no idea uh, on how to work technology or how to go around it and so the kids they would just sit there and they just talk or just play video games literally they sat there and played video games so for her it was like i'm not gonna be here i'm just gonna check out and she just checked out. Wow. So on doing that habit and then jumping into the new uh, school, that was the hardest part. So like fast forwarding now, since everything's opening up again, are the struggles still there or have they become better? And like you and the center of the household, how are you doing? Like on a scale of one through 10, like, like where's your mind at? You know, where's your physical emotionally? You know, where are you at now? You know, that's a really good question because as men, we 
we're we're tough and and we suck it up, right? Like it's really hard for us to talk sure. about or even admit the fact that there's a weakness. Like we don't we don't take that. Correct. And and um and I think that's really hard because at the end of the day, when you don't talk to anybody to anyone about it, you you mentally drain. Definitely. And you know, so we fast forward through through the through the pandemic and we found ways on how to work and how to talk to each other. Uh, because you if you needed something, it needed to wait a little bit. Mm-hmm. It couldn't happen right away. Uh, or or if you needed something, it became a thing that, hey, can you try figuring it out first before you ask someone else? Mm-hmm. Or like if it's absolutely a necessity, come and bug someone. But in the meantime, uh, just figure it out. And uh, uh, the little one, he, he had to do that. Mm-hmm. He was out in the patio just playing for hours by himself. You know, playing in mud, yeah. and then and then he's coming back all muddy, and we're like, "What in the world?" And and it's and we also had that. Yeah, it's not his fault, right? But we get mad because now we have to clean him up, and yeah. I don't have time to do it. <laughs> and it was one of those things that okay, no, you know what? I'm it it it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take it. That's it. And it's not his fault. We, we let him go and play outside, and he did his thing. Yeah, and um. And so we, so going back to, to the, to the question, how, how do I, how, how did I feel? I think I was at a four. Really? Yeah. Because you, you hear them constantly. I have people asking me for stuff from work. Uh, I mean, my days became instead of, instead of being around nine to six, it became more of like six to midnight because I had to split up my day so much in the afternoons and then in like in between being with the kids. So mentally I had to check out every, every, every two hours to do something. And then when I fast forward, it was so hard coming back to the office Yeah, because I couldn't sit for more than two hours. Imagine doing that for six months. So, you know, it's like having ants in your pants. (laughs) So, Hey, so, so do anyways. you think it's a cultural? Do you think it's a cultural thing where they, you know, us as men, especially as Latinos, we grow up and they tell us you can't cry, you can't be yeah. emotional, you can't. Do you feel like it's a cultural thing, or do you think it's just, you know, boys, all boys? They tell you just don't cry. I think it's all men, <laughs> but it it does add up that the culture you 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 don't say anything. Yeah, you you just don't say it. I mean, from Latin, being us being Latinos. You know, our you moms, suck it up. I mean, you start crying, you suck it up or you got the chancla, right? Yeah. Or you got like a, like a koshko in your head and whatnot. Like, what in the world are you doing? And 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 it's not it's not healthy. Yeah. But for me, for me, at the end of the day, it's always good to uh, to kind of wrap it up and talk to to Michelle. Michelle's my wife and just come to her and say, hey, look, I got to say something. And it, it may be uh, work related and you got to have. You got to have that, though, that your wife is going to, whatever she's going to hear from you, she's going to, like, keep it and lock it up, right? Yeah. So Because you have to trust her. Correct. So, so your wife is a big support system, right? And my next question is, Carlos, he's a newlywed, two, three years married. Yes, sir. Right? Not so stay still. <laughs> not even stay still. So, and I know you work from home since this whole pandemic started. How has this affected you and the wife Heather, being that it's just two of you? And I'm assuming she works from you know, home. 
she works from home. Thankfully, we were blessed that she she kept her job and and she was able to stay with the company that she worked with in Fort Worth. So she's in Houston working from home. Okay. Before um before COVID started, we were in a small apartment in City Center, Houston. Okay. So it's probably what six hundred and fifty or seven hundred square feet. So we were literally like on top of each other twenty four seven. But in May, <laughs> in May. We we purchased a home out in Bridgeland. In mm-hmm. fact, John Tatum was a great advice. If you had Shout out to John. <laughs> Shout out to John Tatum. BFW mortgage guy. Yeah, with a good loan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, now we we each have our own. Office, Don't buy a car. <laughs> and and we're on the phone twenty four seven conference calls. So if we had been together, it would have been it would have been impossible. So you know that's that's been a blessing that you know we able to move and, and take that basically a risk in time where you didn't know if you're going to lose your job or what was going to happen financially. So, and, and look at the prices of houses now. It's, it's crazy, you know? So we, we did it at the right time. At the right time. So like, how did you manage like both of you working from home and everything just now opening up? It's just the two of you, you know? So I know you guys, you know, support each other and are, are each other's, you know, support system. But again, it's just the two of you at home working from home you know like what we're you know we have to we have to respect each other's space and and set boundaries and really honestly it's just understanding each other understanding each other's personality like heather is is probably the most introverted person that there is and mm-hmm. i'm extroverted very so you have to you have to learn to speak the other person's language and you know heather heather will need her space if she's in a meeting i can't i can't just walk in there one time i accidentally did that she's in a conference call and here i am in my underwear <laughs> <laughs> you know i rushed in like hey baby <laughs> yeah we've seen oh, yeah, you have to be i think we've all seen that already but yeah go ahead <laughs> but but you know but really just being married in general i think the first couple of years it it is adapting and yeah. just getting to learn each other and and you know just understanding each other so like i said earlier on a scale of one through ten how are you like where's your mental state at like emotionally physically you know, mentally, like where are you at right now? You know, personalmente, I'm always going to be a, a positive person. I'm going to be glass half full type of person, right? Okay. So I'm always going to, even in the hard times, I'm going to find something positive and just turn it around and kind of learn from it. So, you know, I always say, okay, I'm good. But the reality is, unless I deal with, with my past or deal with anything that had to do with, you know, my parents or, or past relationships, I think yeah. you, you are never truly healed so i think in a way you know like having this conversation it's pretty interesting because you can always improve it you can always be stronger you can always be at a better mental state but you know i know michelle is is pretty good and and heather my wife they're they're great when it comes to talking about mental health and personality Mm -hmm. because they've studied it and they understand it very well i mean is very empathetic because john is not (laughs) (laughs) so coming up Coming oh, up to the stage, man. John Sater. That's a good segue for you, John. <laughs> so, John, same question to you. Shut up. <laughs> if everybody can see this right now, this fool's face is, is red. His face is tomato red right about now. <laughs> he has that I want to kill you face. <laughs> so, John, oh, no. right, same question to you, you know, because you have a, a young boy. Um, how is it like, or being just the three of you at the house and you work from home too you know Cecia would occasionally work from home or away like 
And I know we barely talked about this yesterday. So, you know, it's like, what toll did it take on you guys? You know, I think the first thing we need to recognize is every every family is completely different, right? Correct. And um, every one of us has expressed um, today or tonight what goes on, right? And And honestly, one thing I think is what we show in front of people and one thing we do behind closed doors. Correct. And like we talked last night, I think we our life has seasons, right? We have seasons of change. So where Sergio's at today possibly is much different than where he was at four or five months ago. Correct. So oh, for sure. Having, having a young son, and as Benjamin grows, Sergio, you would probably find more than this, is, uh, man, you know, I, I didn't I, – I, I've always said they, they're like a sponge and they see everything, but now, you know, he's becoming a young man. So I need to even be even more aware or more alert on not only my actions, but what's happening in the household and what's happening around him because mm-hmm. he's absorbing more and more as, as an older child. Right. And man, you know, I, I don't, like I told you last night, man, it's so hard to put a number on what our mental state is at this point, just because it can change from day to day, week to week, month to month, season to season. And uh, I think, what keeps us going is knowing that every day is a new day to start all over again. And every day is a day that we could commit to be better mm-hmm. and to be better men, be better husbands, fathers, and friends, you know? Correct. That's my opinion. Right. And you know, and you know what, all of us we... can say this. Yeah. Sorry, Serge. I was just going to say no. that all of us have, have faith. And I think for us, that's, that's truly uh motivator is to know that at the end of the day whatever stressor we have that could impact our lives at the end of the day we just fall on our knees and pray you know and and we know everything is going to be just fine okay so a quick question but everything is not everything is not fine right well that's where i'm going at i mean have has this pandemic brought you brought you closer to god and improved your spiritual life since since we haven't been going to church for a while it's all Mm. it's all it's all on the camera so has it brought you closer to god or kind of like uh or you just like slacked off for a, a year and a half because they just now been churches a couple of months ago i think whatever whatever uh well whatever level of uh spirituality you had before the pandemic hit mm-hmm. i think that's what either promoted you to to do better or just continue being the same but for True. for us for us we 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 sat down and we had a a couple of talks and and uh, and we said you know we need to make um, conversations intentional uh, like we're gonna have lunch and we're not gonna watch TV or do whatever around but we're just gonna sit down and and we're gonna have a, a good conversation if and you know always always something went wrong like it was never a fine lunch or mm-hmm. a fine dinner right. But you have to take whatever good comes out from that, and and just build momentum for the following day. Correct. And like I told, like I told Emma and Sophia, I told them, tomorrow you got to be better than you were today, because otherwise, just stay in bed. I mean, you're better off staying in bed than not doing better than what you did yesterday. Mm-hmm. And um, and to what John said, you know, uh, our kids they they watch and they imitate everything that we do. Mm-hmm. And with Benjamin, uh, you know, it's playing Legos with him and, and the way the way I play and the way I, I 
kind of look at things. So I'm like, man, this is kind of weak. I just got to put something here to support it and make it stronger yeah. and whatnot, you know, so that so that the models won't break. And the other day I found him uh, playing and he's going, you know what, mommy, this thing right here, it needs support. Like it really needs some support. It's kind of weak here. Mm-hmm. Like and like and he's starting to to do that exactly what John was saying. And that's why it's really important for us to sit down and have very meaningful conversation with our children um, so they can be better, better citizens. Right. Well, what I was going to say is like, you know, I know and we enjoy going to church, but, you know, COVID definitely forced everyone to be creative, right? True. I had probably like 10 different links of, of different church services throughout Texas or even like Florida all over and and it made me think like they should come up with an app where you have access to literally all the live services and you can just click on any of them that you want to and just be able to enjoy the service that yeah. way. But at the end of the day, you know, the church, you go because it's, you know, one, Jesus gave us that example. Two, you're surrounded by same people that think just like you and feel like you and worship like you. So it motivates you. But it starts, it starts at home. It starts with you having the habit of having a personal worship whether it's by yourself or with your spouse or with your children, especially you guys that have uh, children. Yeah. So you kind of have to set that, that foundation early on. So, but it is, it is nice. You know, just recently we, we went to the church nearby Waller and we had lunch with three or four other couples and, and it was nice because we, you know, had fun. We talked, we, you know, we had lunch and then we ended up having a Bible study and then we're picking each other's brain and asking questions. So, yeah, obviously not being able to interact that way is sorely missed, uh, missed. But we have technology, and we can, you know, join on a Zoom call like we're doing right now, and we can we can have Bible studies. So I'll be honest. Yeah. I mean, I've been slacking spiritually. Like this whole COVID, I've been slack. It's not good, you know, because being you know growing up, you know, it's always going to church in the morning. It's just, but this whole year, I've definitely like slacked off, and I'm not proud of it. I think this is, this is probably the first or second time that I've ever even admitted this. Like, yeah, I, mean, I slacked off and I feel like my spiritual life is, I don't want to say dwindling, but, you know, it's definitely struggling. Yeah. And it's totally, it's totally fine, Obi, because that's our nature. Our nature is to, to be up and down and get away or at times, you know, may not be interested or sin itself kind of yeah. makes us get away. And it's totally, it's totally fine. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, it seems like you are very aware that you oh, probably yeah. don't like that or don't yeah. want that for your life. And and what do you do? You got to surround yourself with people that will uplift you. Correct. You know, I don't know. Have, have you done that? Have you called friends that are from the church? And, you know, have you? I mean, like, what are we doing now? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You haven't called me in a year. Huh? You haven't called me in a year. I saw you last month on my birthday. <laughs> yeah, we were. We, I mean, no, it 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 did make make it more. Nah, but 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 check this out. The one thing I realized that we need to do more of is we need to be more intentional, and not not just the four of us, right? Yeah. Uh, this could yeah. be this could be your dad. This could be your, you know, whoever it is that you feel or you have a burden on your heart. We got to check in more on people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know. The other day, I had the urge because I haven't. I was thinking. I saw someone on Facebook that 
I mean, we're just, we're friends, but yet we're acquaintances. And I remember this one particular person did something wrong to me a few years ago. Don't put him on that. Yeah, but I saw that this person posted something about a family difficulty. Yeah. And until I saw that, I reached out via text, and I hadn't had talked to this person like in six years, man. Oh, man. You know? And so I just think if there's one thing we need to learn is we need to be more aware of people around us. The strongest people are sometimes the ones that are hurting the most. Correct. You know? And so that's true. No, but you know what, Ovi? Um, you know, if if one thing that I that I can say that that I did this year, it was to 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 have that intentionality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with our family in Guatemala, like connecting with my grandparents. I mean, I lost both of my grandparents in Guatemala, like mm-hmm. in in two weeks. You know, and um, and I'm happy that that we that we started making uh, connections with the family overall yeah as a whole and and having um you know we had church service like full church services on, on saturday and that would not have happened if this pandemic wouldn't would not hit right correct so we got um like carlos says look look at the bright side on, on what what things in life bring to you and what things can come out of that yeah uh, for the for the good right like i mean for like for you right now you know being self-aware that that your spiritual life is is not at its best mm-hmm. I, I won't say that mine it's it's above a seven right mm-hmm. but being self-aware I think it's it's a big it's a huge thing mm-hmm. because you're you're recognizing it and yeah. that's part of growing I mean that's part of growth just acknowledging that something is wrong and we need to make it better yeah definitely Forgive. Because at the end of the day, it's not it's not what we it's not what we do, right? You yeah. know, at the end of the day, it's the Holy Spirit who works in us. So what we need to do is just try to be as close as possible to God. And the more we we get involved with Him and like read about Him and and pray about Him, the Holy Spirit eventually is going to touch us. You know, yeah. it's not what we it's not what we do that really gets us close to God. It's just we just have to open our hearts and we have to accept Him and and just say, Hey, God, I give you my life. Give you full control. And John was going to say, forgiveness, forgiveness, forgiveness. Forgive all of y'all. I forgive all of you. That's an inside story. <laughs> Hashtag, todavía no te perdono. <laughs> or just F fresh air, man. Hashtag, necesito hash fresh air. Fresh air, man. Fresh air. Hashtag fresh air. fresh air. Or Carlos... Or Carlos's favorite, well, I mean, puro, 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 puro. You know, and, and and you know we're 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 joking about these yeah. hashtags and everything, but when you when you really look at the background behind it, it happened because we trust each other so much. Yeah, and that fresh hashtag, fresh air. <laughs> yeah, it came out of out of frustration that I had, and I literally I had just left the house and I called John and I'm like. <laughs> This is not, I just don't feel good, bro. You know, that was like me just checking in, like yeah. finding an outlet. And I think we need to do that more. Which is why I wanted friends. to do this, you know, with all well, of you guys, you know, because I mean, like, yeah, you know, we've, you know, we, we meet together with the wives to have a good time, but like just the four of us like this, I don't think we've ever done this, you know, like we've never had this heart to heart, you know, uh, just talk about anything and everything. Like, it doesn't have to be 
a specific oh. thing, you know, but, but being that mental health is a big thing now and I'm, and I'm starting to believe like, like I know it's, it's always been there, you know, and me as a friend. And like I told John yesterday, like I've, with this podcast, it's making me realize like, I'm, I'm a horrible friend. Like I don't check in on people, you know, especially you, you know, Sergio and Carlos, you know, who live the furthest John, I believe you see every, every like once or twice a month and he lives five minutes from me. So like by me doing this podcast is my way of like, you know, checking in on people, you know, like bringing in guests, you know, asking them like, how are you doing, man? You know, like where are you at mentally, emotionally, you know, you know, just, having to talk because nobody talks now and they everything it's all through text it's all through you know voice text like nobody takes time to pick up the phone and just you know and just check in on people oh sorry no you know raise your hands if you're gonna talk oh sorry (laughs) 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 i'm raising my hand on the screen no uh i recently started just randomly um, when people they walk by and say, "Hey, how's it going?" I'm like, "Terrible," and and they go, "What?" <laughs> like they don't know how to react, and and because we're so used to getting that response, "Oh yeah, good," and you, man, terrible, <laughs> and they go, "What? What just happened?" Like they just don't know what to do, right? Yeah, and and I do it purposely because I ask myself, "What is it that I'm doing? Am I really able to stop?" And spend two minutes if a person says, "No, I'm not doing good," and and or either just continue walking away. I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, sorry, man. Have a hope you hope you feel hope you have a better day." Correct. Or just stop and say, "Hey, so what's up? You know, like, hey, is there anything I can help you with? Like, what's going on? Do you want to talk about it, or you you want me to come back later to your office?" And and you start realizing that that people say, "Dude, no one has ever said that to me." And I had it. I had that. This happened two weeks ago, you know, because I, yeah. I purposely just randomly um, say, no, I'm doing horrible. And they're like, so yeah. am I. And I'm like, wow. You know, <laughs> you know the, one thing, the one thing I always say is, though, it's funny, right? Let's just say if all of a sudden I call Carlos out of the blue and I'm like, hey, Carlos, how you doing? And or whoever. It's the funniest thing. The first that first probably thought to her how her, her mind is. Why are you calling me, man? You good? <laughs> everything okay? Yeah. Because everything's through text. So if you call somebody, it's like, it's why are you natural, calling me? Right? It's yeah. not natural, right? And so I was thinking about something earlier. Uh, in fact, I had this conversation with my wife that, man, when you are dating someone, what, you know, for those, well, all of us, right? You know, Obi, you're the only one that's not married. But for the, the other three of us that have Thanks for putting it out there. Now, uh, you know, what comes to my mind is, man, we did the impossible to talk to the, our wives, our girlfriends prior to getting married, right? I mean, like, man, it was... Nigga, you went to Guatemala. Straight up, bro. You, you, you flew to Guatemala. Yo, you invested and, money man, in that way. You know, to me, it's like we would do the impossible to talk to that person. Yeah. And now we might live in the same house and we don't put that effort in like Correct. we used to, you know? And so... You can apply that to friendships. You can apply that to bonds you have. How do you work on those relationships? You know, we, we're always the first one to say, well, a relationship is a two-way street. And I mean, I don't know about y'all, but the fact that we've known each other now for t- 
22 years, some of us. Yeah. Some of us almost uh, 27 years, 28 years. That's pretty remarkable, you know? It's unheard of nowadays. But, but imagine yeah. if we, we have or we would put more effort into it of supporting each other and checking in on each other. Yeah. How much more we could possibly do for, for one another, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, there's Carlos. Oh, hey, Carl, welcome back. Sorry, I was getting a call. You know, and, and I was going to say that, you know, mental health, well-being looks different with, with everyone. So to really say, you know, what should you do or what works, it, it varies from person to person, you know, because you could say you, either you can be active or, or eat well or, you know, drink more water or get more sleep or take breaks, take mm-hmm. a vacation get counseling take medications it, it looks different for everyone and you know i guess our re- definition of mental health is a state of well-being in which an individual realizes his or own abilities can cope with the normal stresses of life can work productively and is able to make contributions to his or community so obviously every every person is 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 different but i think the beauty of what you're doing Ovi, is the fact that every person has a story yeah, and and that you're able to hear their story and they're able to share that with you. I think that's that's part of that that health process to to be able to just share and be heard and be understood, which is at the end of the day what we all want, right? Definitely, and because that's a good transition segment about sharing that you mentioned. So I want to lighten things up because we have friendship 20, 20 plus five years between the four of us. I want each one of you guys to share a story it could be funny stupid sad of each and one of us how about we share one story about not because man that's that's three extra story that'll be we'll be here all night <laughs> so we just one story okay okay one story of one person like who you, yeah, who do you want to share a story of i mean i got stories for all of y'all i can talk about john and he's a beta product <laughs> I can talk about Sergio getting pulled over on the way to Houston. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Or putting Carlos behind the... uh, In the trunk. uh, In the trunk of the car. Go to key. Yeah. Yeah. And and why Obi everywhere? Everywhere we go, Obi knows people. Like, why? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I mean, what can I say? I mean, you know... You know, the, those stories are the fabric of our, our friendship, you know? And I would say this, guys, uh, we have our flaws. We're all different. But why don't we come out of where we're at right now and we decide that as men, as fathers, we're going to figure out how to put one step further Correct. and be better at what we do, you know? And, and the thing is, John, like, I don't feel like, to necessarily be a good friend you have to be you know connected all the time and that's, that's one thing i know about you guys is is i know you guys have my back regardless if i talk to you guys or not if i need something i know you guys will be here and yeah. and, and i'll do the same with you guys Amen. and and to me that's what a true friendship is you know regardless of the ups and downs in time you know because obviously you guys are, are professionals you guys have your jobs you know if you guys were available 24 <laughs> 7 i'd be like Son, son bolos que no hacen nada. <laughs> Obi, Obi yeah. is always available 24-7. Uh, you know I mean? I work 24-7. I'm on call 24-7. So, you know, whenever you want to call, I'll probably be up by then. <laughs> no, but, uh, but, yeah, you know, I just wanted to, you know, just, you know, gather you guys up and, uh, you know, just 
just talk it out. You know, it's because the last time all four of us were together was probably was it for Sergio's birthday? It was at my house in April. Yeah. No, but yeah. Carlos wasn't here. Oh no, Carlos was not here. Carlos, not, there was probably last year that all four of us were together. Yeah, because last time we were together, but John was not there. Mm. So, it, so it's either we're yeah. all together, but one's missing. Like it's always like that. Yeah, you know. So well, I, I just want to do something. Well, you guys, man. I mean, like, you guys are always busy. You know. I mean, Carlos is just Carlos. John, he's working right now. Like. If you see his screen, he's looking at his his two monitors right now. You see, <laughs> he's not he's not in the moment. We're talking about the moment, John. Can you be in the moment? I am in the moment. I'm in the zone. I'm in oh, the no. zone. Oh, zone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put my best foot forward. Talking about, I'm gonna put my effort. <laughs> and and oh, I, I just want to say one thing though that from this group, regardless of. Uh, uh, aside, joke, joking aside, mm -hmm. right? If if we see one of us doing something, I'm pretty sure that we all call each other out. Like if if I know that Ovi is doing something, and I'm like, "Yo, Ovi, what's going on, bro? Yeah. Like, what's happening?" Regardless of of the length of time that we haven't talked to each other, but like Carlos said, y'all y'all gonna have my back, right? Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, we'll have your back," but. Also, if if you're not doing something right, we'll come back and, and we'll say, you know, we'll, we'll call you out on it. Like, John's called me out, you know, fresh air. Right. Hashtag. So you just open a can of worms, which is good, because honestly, that's that's how it needs to be. You know, where you're able to be open and talk about things and, and, and whether we like it or not, we need to hear the advice. You can learn from everything. But we live in a world that you have to be politically correct and you can't say things yeah. to people and people are emotional about things. And, you know, the reality is, is, you know, at the end of the day, if we truly care for each other, we are going to call each other out because, you know, we want, well, yeah. we don't want us to continue making that mistake. Yeah, and, you know, you're, you're also looking out for each other, you know, and for the well-being because, like, dude, like, like, that's not you, you know, like, what happened? You know, like, you're a different person. Like, John told me, like, yesterday, because we touched the subject of when my parents split up, he noticed that I got distant. I didn't recognize that, or I, I didn't even know I was doing that, but he saw that in me. And I didn't know until yesterday, until he even told me that. And my parents have been uh, split up for about almost almost 10 years. And so when he told me that, I was like, holy crap, like, I did that? Like, I went through that. I don't remember, you know, I don't remember, or I just didn't really pay attention that that, that even happened to me. You know, but he said, you know, he's one of the people that that knows me best, and you know, for somebody to say that, it's kind of like, oh shit, like, damn, like there is somebody watching out, you know, or or paying attention, you know. And I appreciate yeah, and for that. Yeah, the thing is, you, you don't even realize, and that's the thing, you know. And and I think, like for me, my my parents separated when I was I was fifteen, fourteen. Mm -hmm. So for me, I had, to, I had to be the man of the house. I had to be the one that provided pay bills. I had to get a job. And, and personally, I like that. I like that stress and, and motivation. It's just, it's, it, it drives me, right? Mm -hmm. But obviously it affected me, but I was never aware of that because, yeah, it made, me, it made me less empathetic or less emotional to open up about my feelings and who I am. And, I think it made and, me worse. Yeah. It made me yeah. more impatient. You know what? I'm realizing something right now. Maybe one of the uh, common denominators. Common denominators 
that maybe could be a bond. Maybe it could deal with their personalities. Think about it. Every one of us, all four of us, have either dealt with losing a parent to divorce, separation. Yep. Yeah, I just noticed death. that, yeah. Isn't that crazy? I just thought about that. Yeah. And, and so the message, I'm just, I'm just being blunt here. As we talk to our kids, and who knows, man, you know what I mean? Relationships can have strain on your children. I think every one of us could say that. Some or some form or fashion, those uh, strains from our parents could reflect on us. Um, and, you know, many, many of, maybe all of us have said, well, you know, when we have a family, we don't want our families to go through that. Correct. But that's what's molded us as, as men and as individuals. And, uh, you know, let's figure out how we can pour into others who might be going through the like circumstances in life. Maybe our own, maybe our own personal journeys, maybe our own struggles somehow or somewhere or some form or fashion can be used as a tool to help others. You know, so. I believe that I strongly be- believe that uh, if we use that uh, towards fueling it, you know, like, like it did to Carlos, because it does, it does create something in you mm-hmm. um, that, you want to be a better dad. You want to be uh, a better communicator because certain things happen. Um, you know, there's a root that, that causes that. So it did all, to me. All of, us, yeah. all of us have had jobs when we were teenagers, too. That's crazy. Think about that. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we all been hustling. Kmart. Kmart in the pantry section. <laughs> that blue light special. <laughs> they pulled me in the food section. My big ass would walk around and that little red little uh, <laughs> jacket, I would open up like, little bags of candy and be like, oh, like, this is damaged good. So I put it in my pocket and I'd be like straighten up the cans and just eating candy until I got in trouble. That but, was your first job? Uh, no, it wasn't my first job, but it was uh, John got me that job, right? I got fired. <laughs> I wanted to go back. John wouldn't even hire me back because John, John was the manager back then. You were mean, John. They go hire him. <laughs> he was even and I brought this up yesterday because he was he worked at a CC's in Dallas I <laughs> I would go up a couple of times I wasn't even free I had to pay for my stuff for real it's not my my business <laughs> so what kind of friend is that a free ride or something. <laughs> okay so my first job at 14 was CC's Pizza what was yours Obi uh came I guess it was Kmart because I was I was still in high school like 15, 16. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I was dating Joanna back then, yeah. What about you, Joanna. Uh, Carlos? What was your first job? My first job, I was probably 13, and it was at a wish shop. It was a summer job. So my, <laughs> first, my first day, my first day, they're like, wait, Carlos, go ahead and sand me this door. So here I am sanding the doors, and I'm thinking I'm doing a, a, an amazing job, right? And then all of a sudden, my uncle comes, and he's like, Carlos, what are you doing? Apparently, I was doing the wrong side. Instead of doing the wood, I was scratching the formica. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 they said, so they said, you know what? How about you go to delivery instead? So they had me in the truck delivering the items. <laughs> That's but, funny. <laughs> but my, my next job was like, you know, after that summer, it was at Sawgrass, which, you know, I worked there for six, seven years. I started as a host. 
and then ended up waiting tables. And that's that's how I paid my college until I finished, you know, college and then found my, my current job at CBRE commercial. You had two jobs in your life, Carlos. Three jobs with the three jobs. Yeah, I like loyal, that shameless loyal, plug loyal, where he loyal, works loyal, at. People. I like that shameless my plug. First, and I'm not even gonna pay for that. Was, Oh, go ahead, go ahead, my go ahead. first job was with uh, my uh, my grandpa's. Uh, so he had a uh, boutique where he sold uh, a bunch of stuff, you know, in Guatemala. And then he had leather sandals. And I was really attracted about the whole selling stuff. And and he had, uh, you know, he had two señoritas vendiendo. And and I would um and I would hang out by the door and and people would come back, come out and check out, you know, in la vitrina by the glass. Yeah. And I would tell them, hey, uh, you know, they look better on the inside. And they're like, what? Yeah, yeah, you can look at them better. You can't even try them. So I would lure people in. And my grandpa would say, man, everyone that you're biting in, you're sending it out with a bag. And I'm like, yeah, I'm selling them. So I remember my grandpa, would he would sell them for like 120 quetzales, right? Dang. So I would take the tag off. And I would sell it for 140 because I could get 20 bucks extra. So you'd be scamming people too. No, I wasn't scamming them. I was actually being an <laughs> entrepreneur, dude. I knew I was working the system. Is that how we call it so, now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so my grandpa, my grandpa would go, I would go in and in because he would take notes on how much I was selling the yeah. stuff for. And he's like, how much you sell this for? I'm like, this much. And he's like, okay. So he would take one part and then he would give me the other part. Oh man. So that was, so that was, that was, uh, I was doing that during off time from school. And then I moved here and then, and then, uh, and then we, uh, Carlos took me to Sawgrass. Dude, if it would have been for Carlos, I would have been fired. Like the, <laughs> the second week <laughs> taking the food test and all that stuff. Carlos was like, no, no, no. Just give him one more chance. I'm, I'm serious. Mm-hmm. He's, he's just like, he's like learning English again. <laughs> <laughs> right, Carlos. <laughs> well, the thing is, manager. I knew, I knew, I knew your your dedication and your drive, and and they had to get to know you. So you know, I knew once you were in, and you felt comfortable, and and then you became a trainer. It was like you would close yeah. down the restaurant. So yeah. And know. and funny enough, we I ran into uh, one of those uh, one of the managers last week, and and he's like, hey, uh, and he still remembers. Oh, yeah, I remember working with you guys. And you know one thing that he said? He said, servers nowadays, they can't even turn around and look at the other servers' tables. They just worry about their tables. And he's like, I remember when y'all would work an entire room Mm -hmm. and just, like, just work it, right? Like Like the whole patio. He's like, a server now, they can barely work two tables because they won't even, they can't keep up with it. Because they want everything handed to them, and you know that that says a lot. That what we I think what we have in among the group is that we learn that work ethic. Yeah, you know that we made we made it happen regardless of. Okay. And and I think a job that has to do with with you know whatever level of service. I think to be able to hum, humble yourself and just learn to talk to people. I think I think that's that's key. You know, as as an early job, but. Yeah, then later on, you, you take your skills and, and you try to, you know, network and try to go into a field where you're going to be successful. So, yeah. I mean, John has told me, John has told me like 
five cars. We're not going to talk so, about that right now. You know, that's, for, know. that's for a different segment where we're going to go off <laughs> that's on a John. Segment. Yeah, where we oh, get to go God. off on John him. Sold every single one of us in this, in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 20, 20 different day, products. If I die one day, all y'all at my funeral will be like, raise your hands and John never gave you a love. <laughs> <laughs> or two or three or four. Or a house, maybe. I mean, I'm telling you, like, that's for another segment, but Guys, listen, man. I mean, hey, Obi, 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 didn't John repo your car one time? Man, that's another story. No, no, you know what? Go ahead and share it, John. Go ahead and share it, John. (laughs) Put me on blast. Go ahead and tell him, tell him, John. Tell him, John. Tell him. Go ahead and tell him, John. Nigga, I need good content. I need good content. So go ahead and tell him. Tell him my struggles. Hey, I was just kidding. My bad, bro. No, I no, no. Didn't that blood in this joke? Come on, guys. Hey, uh, I, 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 I already signed a non-disclosure. <laughs> Don't worry. I put a disclosure. Whatever it said in this, this podcast is ours <laughs> and ours only. <laughs> Look at John. Come on, John. You got to tell it now. No. So I had a backstory because what Carlos said, he, he pranked me. And he pranked me good. Like, I remember I was at work that day and I got a phone call to my, was it my work or my cell phone? I, I don't remember. But it was, it was, it was somebody from the bank. And when I heard that, I was like, what the hell? And then he's like, yeah, we're, we're going to go repo your car. The, the records outside. I literally felt my gut up in my chest. I panicked. Like, so we were, I was working in Garland off of 635 in Jupiter area and, I look out and I don't see my car. I'm like, okay, like I started cussing. Um, I'm not gonna cuss tonight, but I was cussing up a storm, and I'm freaking out, right? And the guy's like, yeah, you know, for missing a payment. I'm like, no, I made the payment. But then I'm thinking, like, hold on, did I make a payment? I thought I did, and so <laughs> that I go outside around the building, and my car's still there. And then I hear John. He was like, that's payback. For when I pranked his little Honda Civic, when I went to his work, and I put eleven hundred OBO, and he got so many phone calls at the at the office that night. People tried to buy his little gold little Honda Civic, so he got me back. That's hilarious. My car didn't get totaled, but I really like I was sweating. My 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 blood pressure went high. I had to sit down for a little bit. I had to take some little <laughs> sweets to calm me down. Cause man, cause that yeah, he had me going that day, man. But he really had me going. Forgiveness. 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 Hold on, you know what? Let's talk. I want to share a story of puro 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 before we go. So go ahead, Carlos. First of all, why don't why don't you give a little context what puro 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 means? <laughs> I mean, I think who would say it better is Carlos because he's probably like the best storyteller that I know. And just whenever he says it, he <laughs> he likes Saquero. He likes no, you know the funny thing. The funny thing it was like Leandro, our buddy Leandro, yeah. who, who said "puro puro puro," and I bet you to this day he doesn't realize that we have an inside joke about that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he doesn't. And if he ever hears this, if he hears this podcast, podcast, he'll, he's gonna find out. But. <laughs> You know, it was it was a Friday. It was a Friday night. We have to go to church the next day. Yeah. So Leandro, he's, he's you know he's getting ready. He's prepping because he's got a he's got to preach the next day. We invited him to preach at some church here in Houston, and yeah. you guys were down here. So 
we all stayed at my place and here we are como siempre jugando mm -hmm. just joking around until like 4 a.m and and here's leandro in the, in the living room i think he was in the living room yeah he was and he's trying to i think it was like half asleep or he was like <laughs> having dreams and then he hears he hears us he can't fall asleep and then all, all of a sudden he's like like stuttering and like who knows what he was dreaming but he was like puro 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 <laughs> he was basically started trying to say you guys need to be holy bunch of like lost lost souls man because <laughs> we were joking around playing around and he's trying to like focus for the next day but i mean i don't know if you have anything else to share but it's just funny the way he said puro, 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 and we were like what what <laughs> i mean like my backstory of forgiveness it was uh i think it was doing a sermon and i don't know where i was but i texted you guys like i forgive all of you guys because te the pastor, yeah te perdono, forgiveness te, or something. Te so like like that's where mike's my backstory of, for, of forgiveness uh came on so i mean listen man i'm i'm happy my heart's happy i mean you know this is this is this is special for me you know you know, to have you guys on this. I mean, I know it's hard to get everybody on, but I really appreciate you guys for coming on and spending an hour and two minutes with me, man. man it didn't feel like an hour. I know, I, I know, but started. you know, it's eleven o'clock now, and I know you guys got to go to work. But um, I really want this again soon, eventually. You know, just you know, to recap or whatever. But you know, you know, hopefully this has made our friendship stronger. You know, and uh, and all all types of level. You know, and and I hope that we can continue this and just check in on each other. Just call or if you guys want to come on podcast, hey man, I want to talk. Okay, well let's do it, man. You know, like don't wait for me to you know to reach out to you. Hey, you guys want to be on? Hey man, there's something I want to share with you. You know, it's just we just here to talk, man. And so I really appreciate you guys for making time and out of your busy schedule and uh, you know sharing stories. And um, before we hang up, I want to uh, I like to end with. Uh, my guests giving an advice. So I'm going to ask you three to just to give an advice, you know, something that you've always followed or, you know, just advice for anybody to hear that's listening, that's made it this far. Anybody? I can start. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, it's like hearing, hearing the Ben Carson poem, you know, if, if you're in a situation that you don't like, you can change it. You're the captain of your ship. And, and, and that's, and that's it. You know, the world the world can come at you and there can be a lot of roadblocks, but don't let that be an excuse for you to say that you can't be successful and you can't get to where you want to. I mean, sometimes the answer is no. And mm -hmm. that's that's totally fine. You know, you can get up and move on and fight another day. And true. Especially in this country, I think as long as you're hardworking, you know, you can be successful. All right. You know, one thing I've I've learned from this past year. It's to uh, it's to ask myself every morning, who can I be of value to? Mm -hmm. It could be a minimal thing. It could be oh, letting someone just walk by, whatever. But I think uh, it, it comes to that self awareness that who can who can I bring who can I bring value to? Mm -hmm. Could it be my children? Could it be just letting letting that slide that one thing and it makes it a lot better for them, you know and and uh, and focus on on uh, on relationships and focus on on your skills rather than your goals because your goals are going to come just along if you sharpen your skills and you maintain relationships 
That's good, man. You know, for me, I'll just say two words is keep the faith and stay committed. Mm. That would be my advice. We need those two things. And uh, that would be my advice to everyone. I live by the creed yeah. of help me to help you and help you to help me. Yep. You know, we need each other. And with that being said, I love you guys. Hold on, hold on. I got one more. I got one more, Obi. Oh, damn. This is not good. It's not good. This, <laughs> this is why he's Tortuga. Coming from Carlos. This is why he's Tortuga. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Delayed. Look at that. Delayed. No, no, no. It's, yeah. it's a good one. All right, go ahead, go ahead. It's going to bless your soul. Vote Republican. <laughs> Wait, okay. Sure. Have you guys been vaccinated? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were asking Ooh. we've been baptized. <laughs> I mean, well, I think we are need to <laughs> revisit the hours about these miles. But uh listen man, I love you guys, man. I know we I, I know we don't say it to each other often, but you know, hear it. Everybody's gonna hear it. Just know that I got nothing but love and respect for you guys. Um as a youngest one, I appreciate you guys, you know, you know, for all you guys do for you and your family. And it just, you know, I know we joke around, but you guys are like I look up to you. You know, each one has a different uh, trait that I look up to, you know. So I thank you guys for that. And uh, yeah, so to all listening, with that being said, if you made it this long, thank you for hanging out with us. These are my friends. These are my brothers. This is how we talk. This is how we treat each other. And I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, I would not have it any other way. I am blessed that you guys are my life and you guys are blessed to have me in your lives, good, bad, the ugly. I... Hope that we can manage 20 more years and we can recap and visit, you know, this old conversation again. And we'll have puro, 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 fresh air, forgiveness, you know, for always and forever. So thank you to all for hanging out and uh, to the next one.